0: Hello, it's Mimi here. Welcome to another episode of Be Mentally Whole with Nimi, the podcast that helps you find a safe place to unpack your feelings, gain clarity, and get the help you need to be mentally whole. Welcome to another week. It's a Monday. How was the weekend? Have you been holding up? How have you been? I hope you're good and i hope you stay jiggy as i said from the last podcast and the last episode was a pointer that we are going all in in the last episode i spoke on how hiding from the reality benches us and it affects our mental health and its proper functioning and I had, a, I had a great time recording that episode I told my story, I let you all in on my experience as a naive person that was hiding from a lot of things. I yet there were many on the line matters that were yet attended to. And so it's the third episode and we'll be taking another deep dive. And today we'll be taking on the mental health needs you because it really does. So I I hope you remember that I told you that I am at the last phase of my studentship and oh my last the last week was it was quite okay. I mean it was compared to other weeks and you know, in juggling school and other things can be quite draining, one of the things that I've learned to do is just take it one step at a time, I do a lot of things, I'm trying in school and it's the last phase and there are a lot of things to undo, there are a lot of things to do, uh, my exams are fast approaching, I have to read mm. and I'm still attending lectures and all of that and It's going to be quite draining. One thing that I've learned how to do is attend to myself. Is you take it one step at a time, not overthink anything. I try to be fine for me because I need to be fine. I cannot function if I'm drained. I cannot function at the best capacity if... Um, I'm not okay mentally. So, that's one of the reasons why I have to attend to my mental health. So, today we're speaking on your mental health needs you. So, first of all, what is mental health? According to the World Health Organization, mental health is a state of mental well-being that enables people to cope with the stresses of life, realize their abilities, learn well, and work well, And contribute to their community. So, first of all, that definition just debunked a lie that mental health is related to insanity. I mean, people on the streets, people in another realm. (laughs) I mean, people really believe that. What's mental health? Let's just live our lives, you know. But actually, I am here to debunk that lie. Mental health is not only about... when you have lost your sense of of self. It's not only about... when you are out of touch with reality. Mental health is a state... of mental... and emotional well-being. When we talk about mental health... it means your emotional... and... mental wellness. Yes. And... It it includes your emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects the way you think. It affects the way you see yourself. It affects the way you perceive others. It affects the way you perceive your environment. It determines how you handle stress, how you relate with people, and how you make other choices. I want you to know that your mental health is not only about anxiety. Your mental health affects The way you make decisions, the way you tend to yourself, your character, it affects your behavior, it affects your perspectives about things, it affects your perception. So mental health is a lot. I have to first establish that that mental health is beyond, is beyond feelings, is beyond depression, is beyond anxiety. Is beyond schizophrenia. Is beyond just feeling emotions. It's a lot. Mental health is hinged on how you process your thoughts, how you cope. So for instance, if you've learned how to cope with, you've, you've learned how to, resilience is a, is a strong coping skill. I mean, it's for you to be resilient in the midst of um, a lot of stress is a great mental health coping skill Yes, and your mental health can also be called the health of your soul your mind and your heart your internal environment so picture this man as a body a soul and a spirit and so okay most of the time I think um, we tend to just focus on our spirits, our bodies, and we forget our souls. And we must always understand that the soul is like the gateway between the body and the spirit. So there are a lot of things going on in your spirit, but most of the time, we don't even know how to send to your soul. The point whereby you are functioning at the best capacity and you can be able to enjoy those three compartments. So one thing is that you might be maybe you might be going to the gym, you might be going to the gym, but if you are not turning to a particular part of your body, that part of your body will begin to atrophy, it will begin to whatever you are not giving attention to will not grow, it will remain the same way. So for instance, if you are not you are not attending to your mental health, you are Just living your life, just in it is like I mentioned in the last podcast. If you don't attend to it, if you keep hiding from it, it remains it remains the same way. Yes. So the first thing I'm gonna say that you should just do is picture yourself like a garden. Picture yourself as a garden where there are many flowers, a garden that is being attended to. And it's so beautiful. And, you know, there are many, co- it's, it's sprinkled with many colors, you know. Yeah. And it's under sunlight. It's under rain and it's been cultivated by someone. Now picture that garden being neglected for a week. Picture that garden being neglected for a week. The flowers, the plants are not, are not being trimmed. They are not being attended to. They are not being cultivated. The land is not being checked upon and it's just left like that. Now picture in your mind how that garden will look like within a week of being neglected. Just picture it. And as you are picturing it, that is how I want you to picture your mental health as. I said earlier that your mental health is like your inner environment. And what is in your inner environment? What you cannot see. You cannot handle it. You you, you you know you have a soul. You know you have a mind. You know you have a heart. I mean, those are parts of you that you cannot you cannot deny that you do. I know you have a body. You can feel it. It's in the physical realm. You can hold your hands. But you cannot lay hold physically on your soul, on your mind, and on your heart. And yes. And so your, your mental health is like your inner environment. And it's like a garden. Right? And so when you begin to leave your, Garden unattended to, then you are prone to a lot of risks. You are prone to a lot of mishaps. I mean, just picture it. Imagine the things that can undo to an house, to a house that, that is not washed over. So your mental health is like, you are humans, we are like, we are like houses. We are yes, we are like houses. We are because there are many compartments to us. There are many. We are. We have the body. We have the soul. We have the spirit. We have the heart. We have. You have your. You have your. You have your feelings. You have your emotions. You have your brain. The main thing that contributes to your mental health, biological factors, environmental factors. Now look at that. And if you get to a point where by you lose sight and you neglect your garden then you are prone to a lot of risk. And so number one here, the reason, the number one reason why you need to attend to your mental health. Number one reason why your mental health needs you. Number one, it affects the way you carry your identity and your sense of self. If you perceive yourself so well, carry your identity so well, a pointer that you have a good mentality. It is a pointer that oh you are okay so for instance i said in my last the last episode that um at the point where i got to school i saw that oh I, I had i was dealing with low self-esteem right and it was just simply because i wasn't okay in my mind and so the mind is a place where we think where we process thoughts But when it is getting to a point of dysfunction dysfunction that the thoughts that you are processing they are not on point. They are not they are not thinking in the right way. For instance, I say that yes, God created us perfectly. God did a clean job. But at the same time, there are many things that have mad us. And so whatever causes a dent on your mental health also causes a dent on your sense of self. Whatever causes a dent on your mental health also causes a dent on your self esteem, and so your mental health needs you to have a strong sense of self. If your mental health is not is not in the right state, then you're going to be struggling with um, self sabotage. I mean, you're going to be struggling with negativity. People just look at themselves in the mirror and and, and they just go. I be able to do this i don't think i don't think i'm 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 fit for this you know all those words all those words of negativity are just signs that one's mental health is not in the best way that should be so for instance you as 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 humans we have the spirit but you could also be in a place whereby your heart and your mind is not capturing well what is locked up in your spirit. Your heart and your mind is not capturing well what God has called you to be. Yes, I have that everyone is beautiful. Everyone carries so great potentials. But throughout the journey of life, we can get to a point whereby we see ourselves less number one reason why your mental health needs you is for you to have a strong sense of self you have to love yourself you have to be confident in yourself you have to believe in yourself you have to stay strong and look at yourself just the way god sees you you have to be strong and be confident you are I mean, when you have a very good mental health, you won't deal with inferiority complex. You won't say, she's, 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 she's way better than I am. She's way, she can do things than I am. You have a, you have a strong sense of identity and belonging and purpose. A great mental health helps you when you are, when you are, when you are sane mentally and your internal environment is coordinated, you have the ability to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I can do it. I was made for this. And I'm going, for, I'm going all in. The second reason why you need your mental health or your mental health needs you is for productivity. If you are not okay within, you can't be okay on the outside. If you are not okay within, you can't be okay on the outside. It's something that you know and I know. So for instance, I could my exams are appro- my my exams are approaching. I'm going to school. I'm attending lectures, and you know I told you earlier that I just need to tend to my mentality because I know that I cannot cannot pour from an empty cup. If I'm empty, if I'm drained, I cannot function at the best capacity that I need to function. While living, human being, right? You have dreams. You have aspirations, you have things you are doing, whether you are a student, whether you are a working class, whether you are, whatever it is that you are doing, whether you are working and you are, you know, you are, you are pursuing your goals, you are crushing them. You need your mental health to produce at the best, at the best way that you can. You need your mental health to function optimally a poor mental health means zero productivity a poor mental health means zero functionality if you are somebody that you just you just i mean you just leave each day to chances you're not checking in on yourself you're not taking it one step at a time you're overthinking you are allowing insecurities you are a people pleaser you have zero boundaries i mean if you are struggling with anxiety for instance if you are struggling with anxiety you will not be able to think straight you will not be able to do things in the best way this is why your mental health needs you to be able to function optimally to be able to function well and to be able to produce at the best way that you can you can believe in yes you can still be living, I mean, you can still be breathing, but are you doing it at the best way that you can? Is that the best way that you can do that which you are doing? You need to ask yourself. Also, your mental health affects your relationships. That's number three. Your mental health affects the way you relate with your environment. I said earlier that your mental health affects Mental health affects behavior. It affects our character. For instance, I'm going to to go back to the last story I told in the last episode that I was dealing with um, comparison. My mental health was affected and it was affecting my behavior. Because one thing we must also understand is that your mental health affects the way you act. The way that a depressed person will act is different from the way someone that is not depressed will act. This person is weary. I mean, that person is someone with a weary soul. A depressed person is um, someone that is tired. that is just tired mentally and emotionally. So, I mean, picture that. You will see that someone that is depressed is going to act in a different way from others that are Okay and now let's take it let's 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 look away from the area of depression somebody that trauma has affected is our mental health maybe trauma has affected with a, the way the person acts the way the person thinks the way the person sees himself or herself the behavior will be different people pleasing is a is a behavior and people pleasing stems from trauma Maybe someone that has experienced a chaotic environment and people-pleasing and zero boundaries has become that person's coping mechanism. There are four trauma responses, the phone, the freeze, the flight, and the fight. So that person could be experiencing the phone response, the phone trauma response. I mean, phone as in F-A-W-N, where he or she is people-pleasing, is scared of, you know, choosing him or herself over others because he or she believes that if does or if she does, you know, say no to some requests, then others are going to leave her. Others are going to leave him. She's going to be alone. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to be her friend. Everybody's going to neglect her. I mean, bully, bully can cause that, tra- that that type of phone response. Now look at that, look at that kind of person that is scared of always saying a no, the kind of person that is scared of making choices, the the person that is scared of, you know, letting people know that this is my stance and I'm not going to change it for anything. That's one way mental health affects your behavior. It affects the way you relate with people so we need to check ourselves we need to check the way that our mental health affects our behavior one of the things that i had to trash out was people pleasing. i had to i had to trash it out and i'm still on the journey right i'm still on the journey of making sure that i'm not i'm setting the right boundaries because no just picture a house that doesn't have a fence. there is no gate. That house is prone to a lot of things that you can't anything that you can think of. Yes. And so I was that kind of person. No boundaries. If whatever you tell me is what it is. Because I I had a trauma response that was a fun trauma response. I was I was always scared of people leaving. I was always scared because I was always scared because I experienced neglect in the past. I experienced a lot of bullying, and it affected me. It affected me that it affected. I didn't want people to leave because I felt if you if you leave if you the people leaving people neglecting me or people getting angry at me was a trigger. It was always a trigger, and so that is a way that mental health affects our behavior. So that the way that it affected me was. I was always saying yes to, to people's responses. I was always saying yes. Everything yes. I didn't know how to use my no. I was always people pleasing. I was always scared of people I mean I was always scared of people getting angry. And so it affected me from making from showing my displeasure, from expressing anger. So I felt like if I was expressing anger, I wasn't. I was doing a bad thing. I felt like if I was expressing my displeasure, I was doing a bad thing. So it was like that. But there are so many things, there are so many ways, things that have happened, things that have happened in the past has affected our mental health and that has affected our behavior. And so your mental health needs you to have the right behavior, the right character that helps you to be the best fashion of yourself Not for anybody else, but for you. Your mental health needs you to have a good quality of life. I mean, that can never be underrated. Definitely, that can never be underrated. Having a good mental health helps you have a good quality of life. When you have a good mental health, it helps other areas in your life to come at a very great pace. So, you know, I know, for instance, yeah, life can be difficult. We are all going through it, right? We are all, we are all tending towards a goal. Everybody's, is, everybody's is tending towards something. Everybody is doing something. I mean, even a 10-year-old is doing something. We are at that point in the world now, on this earth, where we can afford to not just do something, be up and doing. And that is why your mental health needs you. Your mental health needs you to function at the best capacity in your job. Your mental health needs you to function at the best capacity at school. Your mental health needs you to function at the best capacity as a friend. Your mental health needs you to function at the best capacity as a mom. Your mental health needs you to function at the best capacity as a sister, as a brother, as a dad. You cannot pour out from an empty cup. The reason why we have broken individuals is because we have had broken homes, and what are the ones that make up the broken homes? The first, pe- the first set of people are the father and the mother. And so I personally understand that. So let's let's take this for example. There is maybe, for example, in a home, the dad had a bad day and, and for instance, the, the the man has some underlying issues. I mean, he doesn't know how to cope with anger. He doesn't know how to express his emotions. He doesn't know how to manage himself whenever it's he's, he's under pressure he allows, he allows his mental health to control him, not in controlling the right, okay, and also, maybe his, his wife also had a bad day, and, you know, they, are both, they, are both, they both had a bad day, and they have a child, they have a child with them, and, they get to a point whereby, they are shouting on each other, they are, Expressing anger in a way that's horrible. They are, the house is chaotic. Because they are not at peace with themselves, then there is no peace in the house. One thing that we must understand is that we need to be at peace in ourselves, in ourselves. I mean within yourself to be able to experience peace outside of you. So one thing you must know is that there is no peace anywhere apart from the peace that you have inside of you. First, you will need to first experience a profound sense of peace within you and harmony for you to be able to experience peace on the outside. So, for instance, your environment might be peaceful, but because you are there there is turbulence inside of you, there is you are patterned inside of you, you might not be able to function at the best way. Yeah, so I hope you got a lot of things from all that I said. Your mental health affects your behavior. Your mental health affects your thinking capacity. Your mental health affects your productivity. Your mental health affects your sense of self. Your mental health affects the way you relate. Your mental health affects the quality of your life. I have my story there are many times that when my mental health is in the mud, every other thing that I'm doing is also in the mud. It follows it. I mean, every other thing just follows it. So that means I have to fix myself for every other thing to be fixed. Today, this is my chart to you. That you will turn to your mental health. And that you will you will look at it as something that is of high priority. And you will turn to it really. And you tend your garden and you cultivate and you will water it. You watch over it. I hope you don't leave your days leaving your garden uncultivated. I hope you don't leave your days leaving your garden neglected. I hope you leave your days with great hope. I hope you leave your days doing the great work on your mental health. So you can be the version of yourself, the best version that God wants you to be. So that's it on the third episode of this podcast, Be Mentally Healthy with Nimi. I had a great time recording this. <laughs> I wanted to say that this has been on my mind for a long time. <laughs> but really, I've always wanted to let people know this, that your mental health needs you. Yeah. Thank you for coming with me on this journey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope that you follow this podcast. You subscribe. Click the subscribe button. Drop your reviews. Drop your feedbacks. Drop your questions. Let me know what you want to listen to. Let me know your thoughts on this episode, on this podcast. All right now, until next time, stay cheeky. Stay mentally whole. Stay emotionally well. Bye.